Welcome back to the Pine Hills Church Podcast. My name is Aaron. I'm so grateful that you are listening to this week's episode. I'm also very grateful for all the different people that have been part of our community along the way, whether they're local here, they've been part of our community groups, they've been attending different events that have been going on, or they've been attending some of these preview services that we've started over these next few weeks leading up to Labor Day weekend where we'll break, but then coming back September 10th as we're officially launching weekly gatherings as a Sunday expression of our church on September 10th going into the future. Or if you're not local, if you've been from afar, you've just been kind of listening in, you've been part of our newsletters, you've been praying for us, or maybe you've even financially invested in what God has called us to as a church. I just want to thank you. Whatever Wherever you've been out in the journey, or maybe you're just even new coming along to the journey, just want to thank you for being a part of that. But we're excited as we move to September 10th. And with that, we want to call our church to 21 days of prayer and fasting beginning August 20th and going through September 10th. We want to invite you to these 21 days to consider how you might join in with us on the opportunity to engage our prayer rhythms just a bit differently in order to make space for God and set Him as the priority over our days and even our schedules. We should be doing this ongoing anyway, but there should be special times where we just, as a community, come together for specific reasons to say, hey, let's engage this just a bit differently to see what God might do in the midst of that. Because as followers of Jesus, our goals are to to be with Jesus, to become like Jesus, and to do the things that Jesus would have us to do. And sometimes just to kind of break routine, to do things a bit different, we want to engage those be with Jesus rhythms so that way we can become like Jesus in a whole different way. So then we can then be better in tune to do the things that he might be calling us to do through our days, to notice and then engage what he's inviting us into. We are excited about everything that God has done this last year. We know launching September 10th as a Sunday gathering, like that's just an expression of the church that's been ongoing. We've already been meeting. We've already been growing. People have been coming to the faith. They're they're learning more about Jesus. They're following in the ways of Jesus. They're learning how to read scripture and prayer and all of these different things. This has been going on. That's the, the beauty of the community of God. And we're just so grateful to be a part of that. We're also excited about everything that God is going to do leading up to September 10th, but also everything beyond that that he has planned, the people that he has put us in the city for to love on and to reach in our own specific and unique ways. And we know God's deepest desires for his kingdom and the ways of his kingdom to break into our city and into our hearts and through our lives to other people. And we want to take intentional time over the next 21 days to embody our faith through prayer and fasting to make space to connect with God and to allow God to continue to speak direction into our beings and our path that is before us and to celebrate a call to prayer and fasting. I know that there are new people in our community that this might be completely new for, and that is okay. Welcome to the family. Welcome into the community. But I wanted to reboot this reflection on prayer and fasting that I've done before, but I want to catch these new people up to speed so that they can engage with us together as a community so that we can see what God wants to do in in our community together collectively, but also personally, what is God doing over these next 21 days? Now, to be sure, fasting is an invitation from God. This is not a command from God. It's something that we're just forced to do. But out of freedom, we are invited to create space for God to fill the way that God chooses. 
that's the whole point of prayer. That's the whole point of fasting. We just want to create space, maybe even just a little bit more space or something that's just a bit different so that God can fill it the way that God chooses to fill it. This is very exciting, but to filter all of this through scripture, we this is what we need to do in order to take any of these concepts. Let's filter these things through scriptures. So filtering it through scripture, Jesus models prayer and fasting through being in the desert for 40 days where he didn't eat for 40 days. And you would think that Jesus would have been spent and worn out, but in fact, prayer and fasting in the desert made him stronger. And he demonstrates the ability to withstand the temptations of Satan. There's great strength available to us when we embody practices that remind us to, that we're dependent upon God and not ourselves, including our food habits to sustain us. And then in another passage, Jesus, after encouraging the woman at the well in John 4, where he offers her something found in him that will sustain her and give her new and eternal life, John 4, 31 through 34, it says, Meanwhile, the disciples were urging Jesus, Rabbi, eat something. But Jesus replied, I have a kind of food that you know nothing about. Did someone bring him food while we were gone? The disciples asked each other. Then Jesus explained, My nourishment comes from doing the will of God who sent me and from finishing his work. So did you catch that? His nourishment comes from doing the will of God. He's dependent upon God, even as the Son of God. So if he needed to do that, how much more do we need to do that? And he finds his, his nourishment and his ability to be sustained through doing the will of God, through doing what God has set before us. Jesus' nourishment doesn't depend on food. It comes from God and is found in doing the will of God and the work that is laid out before him. The invitation in the 21 days of prayer and fasting is to set an intentional rhythm of making us more aware of God's presence in and around us so that we can be in tune with the promptings of the Holy Spirit's work that is already happening around us. This is the kingdom of heaven breaking in stuff, and it's God's desire to use you as a point person in the different spheres of influence that you currently occupy. You're the point person that God is putting in that space. He's filling you with his power, his presence, his character, his nature for you to engage it a whole lot differently. So our goal is to be in tune with what God's already wanting to do in those spaces. And then we can respond to the promptings of the spirit, the little nudges to step out, to encourage someone or to love on someone or bless someone with a gift or to come along and just listen to someone's story and to learn someone's name that you might not have previously known. All of these different promptings is God wanting to break into our world and he's wanting to do that through our lives. See, we're invited to notice and to partner in with God's work. Jesus, when teaching about the subject in Matthew chapter 6, verse 16, Jesus calls out prayer, fasting, and giving to the poor as everyday normal rhythms of practicing the way of Jesus. Matthew 6, 16 through 18, here's what it says. And when you fast, don't make it obvious as the hypocrites do, for they try to look miserable and disheveled so people will admire them for their fasting. I tell you the truth, that is the only reward that they will ever get. But when you fast, comb your hair, wash your face, then no one will notice that you are fasting except your father who knows what you do in private. And your father who sees everything will reward you. Notice that Jesus assumes that followers of Jesus will engage in prayer and fasting. And the thing that he's calling out isn't, isn't that 
that we should, he's not making a case that we should be fasting. He's assuming that we will fast. He's speaking against when we do things to look overly religious or where people will look positively on us. We need to be sure that we're, we're not doing it for that type of motivation to win the approval of other people. Even in our culture, fasting is not super odd. We have intermittent fasting these days. A lot of people fast for all types of different reasons. And so this could, even in our culture, give you some kind of appeal. And Jesus is calling that out. We don't want to do it for people's approval. We want to do it before God because our only hope is, is to make space for God to fill the way that God wants to fill. And so we want to follow in the way of Jesus. If Jesus assumes that we're going to fast in how we engage our prayer rhythm, we want to make sure we do that. And when we fast, we want to keep it between just you and God, or maybe someone who's encouraging you in the midst of your fasting rhythm. But again, the motivation isn't that they, they have approval of you. It's just to say, hey, I'm doing this thing that God's inviting me into, and could you just help keep me accountable to that so I can keep moving in the direction that God is asking me to move? See, I love that. And I think this is what God is calling us as a community into again. And I think we need to do this pretty routinely as a community to make sure that we're centered on Jesus. So as you engage this prayer and fasting rhythm, as, as God lays something on your heart to engage this in a specific way, make sure you're continuing your daily task, just being more aware of God who is working in and around you. The only goal of prayer and fasting is connect with God, making space for him to fill any way that he wishes to do in any way that would please him. So how do you fast? Take small steps. That's what you do. How do you fast? Take small steps. We don't want to take drastic steps to make ourselves feel more religious. We want to respond to the invitation to experience God. So start by asking God how he wants you to engage with prayer and fasting over the next 21 days. Maybe it's not the season to step into fasting, but God does invite you to change up your prayer routine or maybe even to start a prayer routine because that's not currently present in your life. So maybe that's the first step is just to step into a bit of a prayer routine just to be able to create that. One easy way to do that is just to go to the, the Lectio 365 app, which is a way to pray, pray through the scriptures and it has different prayer prompts. And this can teach you how to engage scripture, but also prayer and just listen. They have one in the morning and one in the evening. Or maybe you can set a watch, your watch or your phone just to remind you at eight o'clock at noon and then sometime in the afternoon to kind of to kind of bullet point your day in different places where you can just stop for a few minutes to engage prayer. Like that could be a way for you over these 21 days to engage prayer just a bit different. And perhaps it's just a new a new rhythm to, to, to step back from things to make sure we're stepping into what God has for us. Maybe you've been just very, very unfocused in your spiritual life. Maybe you've been had your mind on all kinds of other things. It's the summer. We've been traveling, we've been backpacking, we've been doing all kinds of other things. And so maybe we just need to get our eyes more on what God has for us. So maybe it's just turning off music and podcasts in our commute to pray. Maybe it's practicing that daily office prayer. I talked about the morning, the midday, and the evening. Maybe it's just spending two to five minutes to still ourselves and to sit in the quiet as part of your prayer routine. Say, you pray your normal way, and at the end, God, I'm just going to give you a couple of minutes just to sit in quiet. Whatever you want to bring to my mind, would you bring to my mind? This is a way that you could step into prayer if you don't currently have a prayer-type rhythm. Or maybe if you want to beef up your prayer rhythm. 
And perhaps God's asking you to step into a partial fast. And that might be fasting from a specific set of foods that you feel like you really rely on. I told you before, like, I felt like God over 21 days was asking me to step away from meat because I'm from Texas. I don't believe that meat should be absent from any meal. But I felt like God was saying, hey, you feel like you're overly dependent upon that. I want you to know I'm you're dependent upon me. So I want you to take 21 days and not eat meat. And so I abstained from that type of food. It was tough and it was hard. And I had dreams about burgers. And it just, it was promptings. Every time I felt hungry, every time I craved something, I could say, God, I rem- I'm reminded as my body's reminding me that I'm actually dependent upon you, that these things I naturally enjoy, I actually should enjoy you most. And so th- this is why this stuff's all important because your body's just going to prompt you, especially as you're partially fasting, doing something a bit different, something out of your routine, your body's going to prompt you with something you normally do. And that's a way for you to like remember again, oh yeah, let me set aside just a couple of minutes right now to pray, to remind myself, to connect with God, to rem- remember again that God's presence is with me and around me. Maybe it's fasting from alcohol for 21 days. Maybe it's fasting from sunrise to sunset, just you're not going to eat uh, starting in the morning, and then you're going to go till dinner. Maybe that's a way for you to work that in. Maybe it's fasting one meal per day or one meal per week. Maybe you're just going to set aside a lunch, and so instead of engaging with coworkers, you're going to go get in a private place and engage with God. Maybe it's replacing a meal with a shake. Whatever you choose in fasting, make sure that your partner you partner that time with prayer and worship. Remember, fasting is is about abstaining from food, but it's so we can feast with God. It's not just abstaining for abstaining's sake. Who cares about that? It's about making space for God to fill the way that God wants to fill. And maybe this is a season where you need to abstain from some distractions to get prayer back into your team to get again. And we've been just distracted, a lot of stuff going on. Maybe it's choosing not to watch TV Uh, during the weekdays, or maybe not watching TV at all for 21 days. Maybe it's no social media. Maybe it's whatever that thing that tends to just dominate everything. Maybe it's just a book series you're so tied up in and you just want to just keep reading that next page, that next page, because you're so tied up in it that it's actually kicking out all of your other rhythms. And so maybe you need to maybe just set a time limit around that, or maybe abstain from that just a little bit to make that space for God. The goal again is to create space in your already busy schedule to make space for God to fill the way that he desires, not to add additional stress onto your schedule, to be able to say no to some things so you can say yes to better things. And remember, take small steps in guidance from God, not to take these big drastic things. Like God wants you to take small faithful steps in the right direction over a lifetime. So take some time in prayer and write out a commitment to engage with God over the next 21 days. Like set aside time to pray. God, what is the thing that you're asking me to do? What is the thing that you're inviting me to do right now? Let me just write this commitment down and let me invite some like a partner in with that to say, hey, I'm, I'm engaging God in this way. And could you help me to encourage me along the way? Send me text or remind me or to check in on how I'm doing. And if you have any additional questions about what this looks like, please reach out to me. I love just helping people discover what these different rhythms of practicing the way of Jesus look like for their lives. And it's a bit unique for each and every one of us. And that is okay because faith in Jesus is not a cookie cutter thing. It's a 
dynamic relationship, which means it's going to look different for each and every one of us, and that's okay. We'll be sending out prayer focuses that at the beginning of the week through the newsletter and social media platforms and just give you one additional thing that you could be praying for each of those days or just give you some direction in how you could be praying over the 21 days. So be watching out for that and then set your expectation for God to do something beautiful in your life and in the life of our community over the next 21 days. Be praying for our community as God is moving to do something special. That means if God is working to do something good, there are powers out there that are going to be working against that to discourage, to disrupt, to keep people from coming, uh, and just to get us unmotivated or maybe distracted as community, even as leaders within the community. And so be praying for us all as we're going into what God has for us, because anything worth doing in life is always going to be a hard thing. That's going to be a challenging thing. It's going to be steps into the unknown as we continue to follow this life of faith. And I'm just excited to hear what might be happening in your story. So as things are popping up, let's talk about it within community or please email us. You can find that email through pinehillsatchurch.org. If you want any more information about our community or how you can be more involved in any way, please find out any of that more information there. But I'm just super excited calling us 21 Days of Prayers. We're leading up to that launch starting August 20th, going to September 10th. Thanks for helping us to practice the way of Jesus together as a community. That way we can see more renewal in our own lives, but also in the city and in the lives of the people around us. Have a great day. Love you all. 